Hey everybody! Welcome to the recordings of a fangirl hashtag sarcasm on a Wednesday. Yes, it is not a Friday. Today is Wednesday, March eighth, twenty twenty three. So I have so much stuff going on Friday. It is like a jam packed day that I do not have time for my podcast. But I was like, oh, I'm still doing one this week because there's tons of stuff to talk about. <laughs> there still is. So. Without further ado, I am going to start with my niece, who is four, because, okay, so she started getting into watching New York Rangers with me, the New York Rangers with me, so we had to go through, so I, as auntie, my job, my job as auntie, um, so we went through every single player and their number, because she knows numbers, so she associates with number, so, okay. So we went through all the names and then we started going through nicknames. So I will I will play the audio for you. So we went through. So the other day, actually, before I get into that, the other day we were at a christening and the bar I'm, I'm sitting at the bar watching them play the Bruins in the third period because I watched the first two periods at home um, and I'm screaming at the television, which I will tell you what I was screaming at later. <laughs> My niece is sitting next to me and she's screaming, where's the trooper train? Where's the trooper train? Like, where is it? And I was like, oh, hello, honey. And there were guys like walking by looking at her. I was like, I just trained her well. What can I tell you? Um, and I was like, honey, I thought, well, because <laughs> I showed her videos. So we watched the video over and over again, five times in a row. Same video of Jacob doing his thing as the tuba train. So she would understand why he's called the tuba train and I had to like explain it and blah, blah, blah. So here's what she says. Here's, if you wanna know what the tuba train sounds like, according to my four-year-old niece, here it is. What does the tuba train say on the Rangers? What does the tuba train say? It says, excuse me, you're in my way. I'm trying to get to my mother. sweetheart i love her to pieces oh my that's what it says so every time jacob hits somebody that's what he's thinking okay (laughs) don't mind i love her to pieces so we finally got so the other day so now we're on to alexia lafaniere right um oh my god this child so i'm like okay so i tell her his nickname is laffy why do you think his nickname is Laffy. So here's what she tells me. Let's go with that. Okay, why do you think Alexei Lafaniere's nickname is Laffy? Because he laughs a lot. <laughs> okay, I mean, hey, I mean, you hear the word Laffy, you're going to think laugh. I mean, and she's four. That was pretty, that was perfect. So we're on to that one. The next one I'm going to do would be, I think we're going to move, we're moving, oh, we did Ryan Lindgren because he's a warrior. So that one, that one's going to be good. I will tell you. Um, Mika is called Mika Magic. So we call him, you know, Mika Magic. Um, we're going to do that one. Um, but we look through like all the players, right? Like every single player. Here's here's what she this is what she wants Braden Schneider to know because Braden Schneider is his her favorite. She thinks you're cute, by the way. I'm just gonna throw it out. She goes, Oh, he's cute. 
So we watched videos of like what every player does. So this way she knows where they are, their defense, their offense, that's the goalie, this is what they're supposed to do, blah, blah, blah. We go through it all with her. Because um, I told her next year she can come to a game because she'll be five. So I said, we'll, we'll wait till you're five because she's not going to sit there all, all game. And I'm like, oh, Auntie Honey sits there the whole game, honey. I ain't getting up. It's not like baseball where I get up and we walk around because um, baseball's boring. Um, and my nephew will come in a couple weeks because he's seven. So he's ready. He's ready to sit there and watch the game and, he, and ask questions and all that kind of stuff. All right. So here's her message to Braden Schneider. Say to your favorite Rangers player, Braden Schneider. Uh, I like him. Okay, you like him. And why do you like him? Because he laughs. Because he laughs. Yeah, he, he is funny. And what number does he wear? Four. Four. And how old are you? Four. Four. Okay, well, that's a good reason. And anything else you want to say? Uh, that's it. That's it. Okay. She said, that's it. I'm not kidding. When she says that's it, that really is it. Uh, <laughs> she's not kidding. Um, so that's what she said. So yeah, she saw she saw the video that the Ranger social media team put together of all of you guys doing dad jokes. Um, and so she saw Jacob Truba and Braden Schneider doing dad jokes, and she saw him laughing. So that's why she was like, oh, he laughs a lot. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, he was funny telling those jokes. That's where she got that from, by the way. So just going to leave that out there. Yeah, so my niece is hysterical. So, yeah, so while she was screaming, where is the trauma train? Where is it? Like, she was so, like, she was so into it because I was yelling at Panarin and Kane for playing let's keep, let's keep passing the puck to each other the entire third fucking ass period against Boston. Those first two periods, you guys played amazing. And hey, there goes Laffy, scoring goals again. Mm-hmm, taking names. Mm-hmm, I'll see you. That was awesome. But, um, yeah, that third period sucked. So, for your th three-game road trip, here's what I want you boys to do. Ready? Less passing. Okay, can we stop overpassing the puck? Seriously, not just seriously, not just Kane and not just Panarin, but can we just do what we're supposed to do? No east-west. Okay. Do not have turnovers in the neutral zone. Do not take any dumbass penalties. Okay. More shooting equals more rebounds. So rebounds, you get you either create play um, power play opportunities with rebounds, or you get the rebound and you score a goal. Um, I would love to see Chris Kreider in his office. His office is in front of the fucking net. He belongs in front of the fucking net. I will say all this. Also, Trotrek belongs in fucking front of the net, too, because he's pretty good, too. But CK, that's your job. That's his office. I'm cons that's his office. He belongs in front of the fucking net. Um, I would love on the power play to see Truba, like, shoot it from the point. Because his shot is really awesome. He's got a really awesome shot. Can he shoot it from the point? And on the first power play unit, can Foxy take over that whole entire fucking unit? Because Panarin and King cannot be passing it back to each other. And it, it cannot happen. Um, we need to do more forechecking because you kind of like got away from that against the Boston. And back checking. Remember, you don't win games when you don't forecheck. And be aggressive with the puck. Be aggressive.
if you do that, you're going to win the next three games on the road. And then we have fun at home after we play Capitals. We have a three-game series against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, so much fun. Whoever came up with that fucking schedule must have been, like, smoking weed or something. Because why are we playing back-to-back in Pittsburgh and then they're coming to Madison Square Garden for the third? Why? What are we doing? We should be playing the Islanders. It should be back-to-back home-and-home series against Pittsburgh and then the Islanders. Luckily, we play the Devils at the end of the month. Because I sincerely believe still that the Rangers can take over the Devils and we can have the second position in the the Metro in the division. We can definitely do that. There's no doubt about that, that they can do that. So here's how the wild card looks for everybody to know. The Islanders are at 74. The Pittsburgh Penguins are 73 points. And the Panthers are at 70. So that's how crucial the Rangers' three-game road trip is. You have to get at least one point in each game. I want two, but if we can settle for one in one of these games, fine. But you all need points. Your Stanley Cup run starts right now. It starts today. It starts as you guys are going to Montreal and you're playing tomorrow in Montreal. It starts now. There's no excuse now. You've you've had practice time with Kane. You've had practice time. You've had enough time. It starts now. Now, I'm just happy to see that Johnny Prudinsky is back. Hey, Johnny. Mm -mm. I love that guy. (laughs) I think I really think he should have stayed up here, to be quite honest. I think he earned that. I think he earned that right to stay up here. But I love Tyler Mott, too. And I hope Tyler Mott feels a lot better. I hope he's okay. Um, We saw him skating yesterday at practice. So, I mean, that's a good sign. And I, God, hope that Lindy is coming back and playing tomorrow. Oh, my God. I hope you're doing okay. I, I pray to God that you're playing tomorrow because they need you out there. You, your goalies need you, too, because you block shots like nobody's business. Uh, that, is, that is what you're skilled to do. Holy shit. You do that so fucking well. Um, but with that said, um, wh- however we're playing – um, we have to stop force-feeding Kane the puck, okay? Like, here's the difference. Tarasenko scored his first goal as a Ranger, like, naturally. It just naturally happened. It wasn't, he wasn't force-fed to score. Like, can Kane just be Kane? Can we just leave Kane alone? He is going to score goals. Do you know how many, like, five-on-five goals he has? He has more five-on-five goals than he does power play goals. He's going to be okay. Can we just leave him alone? Just let him score naturally. He's going to score. Um, just don't worry about him. But anywho. So um, I just like to note this, this fan base, the New York Rangers fan base, my fan base. You guys are freaking exhausting. You are so exhausting. Why the hell yesterday were we tweeting about Connor McDavid? coming to the Rangers and oh we're gonna then we're going to we're gonna get rid of this contract and this contract and then we're gonna get him no honey people shut up shut up first of all can we worry about the here and now this is this is why this fan base is so exhausting you guys tweet shit that is a negative b totally from left field we're in the middle of a playoff run We're trying to gain playoff position and then go on a Stanley Cup run 
and you're all tweeting about Connor McDavid. Well, if he's going to be a free agent, which he's not until 2025, we, oh, the Rangers are going to be part of that. Who fucking cares? I don't. I don't care. You guys are so exhausting. And then I have to say, oh, well, the devil, well, we're never going to catch the devils. And then the Islanders are going to catch up to us. And then we're going to only be the wild card. And then we're going to have to play this team. And then we play this team. We're going to get knocked out the first round. Oh, my God. Shut up. I literally have to drink like hardcore whiskey literally before even coming on Twitter. And I better have my coffee in the morning before I even read any of this shit. Hold, like, guys, stop. The Rangers are fine. They're fine. I believe they're going to take over the Devils. They're not that far from them. They're not that far off from them. They can take the second position. Most definitely they can. They have all the talent and all the ability to do so. They just have to execute. They execute and all four lines do what they're supposed to do and all the defensemen do what they're supposed to do. They're going to be fine. Shut up. Oh, my God. They are so exhausting. Okay. So, speaking of, like, you know, thinking about Tyler Mott for a second. So, player, player safety doesn't really give a shit about players. Safety. Because... Not only was Watson not suspended for his him going headhunting, but there are other players in this league this past week that have gone headhunting and have not been suspended. But, oh, my God, Miller spits, and it's three games. Oh, my God, how dare he spit? Well, yes, it's disgusting, but should he have been suspended three games? No. No. That's just how you can tell where the mindset is for the NHL. They don't give a rat's ass about the players. And if I were on the Players um, Association, the NF, you know, the NHLPA, I would make us think about this. Because you don't want to get taken off on a stretcher. You don't want to be taken off the ice on a stretcher. And they don't give a rat's ass about you. Um, there's something has to be done. Because guys should not be spearing people in the ding-ding and people should not be headhunting. Like, seriously, like, this kind of stuff should not be happening. And there should be consequences. But see, when there are no consequences, when there are no consequences, this is what happens. I'm just afraid that some guy is going to get really hurt. And that shouldn't happen. Um, and the instigator. Can we have a fucking penalty on an instigator? Why is it every time Truba does a clean hit? He plays the game correctly. He's not headhunting. So for all of you wackadoos on Twitter that I have to, like, go after for that, he is not headhunting. He, he plays old-style hockey, and he has clean hits. Every time he fucking hits a dude, he should not have a guy try to fight him. Now, he couldn't fight against Boston when he had that hit. And that hit was not even that hard, I have to tell you. That was like a softer trooper train. Because he knows that if he got into a fight, he would have put his team down to four defensemen and not five. Because they were already down to five. So, can we stop this? Like, madness? Like, the madness has to stop. Chuba plays the game correctly. He hits. His clean hits are awesome. He knows when to hit. He knows how to hit. It sparks the team, yes. 
but that's how he, that's his that's his style that's how he plays and he has every right to play that way because that's old style hockey that you all want remember everybody wants old style hockey we want to see the hits we want to see the fights every once in a while yes but you want the hitting so when guys go head hunting when sh- shouldn't we be after those guys instead of after truba because truba never goes head hunting he plays the game right okay um meanwhile did we see trevor Zegras' goal last night did we see anybody if you if you haven't seen that look that shit up he went through the legs through the legs and scored a goal best goal of the year so far but i will remind you all that alexei lafaniere did the same shit last year against detroit run through the legs and scored a goal i will remind you but so far this past year that was the best goal i've seen all year best goal um and here's just a psa so the jer the devils and the seattle kraken last night were there gender equality jerseys this is how stupid the nhl is because why the hell would you tweet that shit not thinking that you're not going to get tweets from people who are still pissed off that people did not wear pride jerseys can we leave can we stop talking about social issues and bring them into conversation for sports Sports are separate. It should be separate. We don't need to force feed people to believe in something if people don't believe in it. That's why we're in the United States of America, by the way. Where we have freedom of choice, free will, we can decide what to, how we're going to do, and we can do it. We don't have to believe the same thing that you believe. I can believe something totally different from you. You can believe something totally different from me. Can we stop the nonsense? Stop the nonsense. Okay. Um, that just like bothered me. Anyway, because there's just stupid people out there. Now here's another story. <clears throat> so if you didn't if you didn't see this on Twitter, so there is a there's a beat writer that covers the Buffalo Sabers and he's covered them for fucking years. His name is Mike Harrington. Okay, so last year, it's just being brought out now on Twitter. Last year, there was a little girl who was chosen by Buffalo to be their Buffalo Sabres reporter, probably for their social media pages, guaranteed. And a Buffalo Sabre player, I don't even know who the hell he was, and that's not the point of the story, um, was getting interviewed, and he, I think he was like minus three or whatever he was, whatever he was on the ice. So Mike Harrington wanted to drill him. Like, you know, these beat writers want to do. They want to drill the players when they don't succeed because, you know, that makes them look tough. You know, he, let me trust me. Trust me when I say this. They're not tough. Um, and give shitty questions, ask shitty questions to these guys to answer them, right? So Mike Harrington, the little girl was coming in to put, throw the mic in because the guy told her, oh, go ahead and put the mic in so everybody can hear what he's saying. And Mike Harrington shooed her away, like very obnoxiously, very, ob- very obnoxiously shooed, shooed him away. Shoo, shoo, like shoot her away. She's like, you know, get out of here. Like, you know, like, no, no, like really like obnoxious. <clears throat> so I'm bringing this up because 
I have a story, a personal experience with Mike Harrington, that if I tell you what it is now, not only will that cancel the shithead, that will blow his life out of the fucking water. People were like telling me, oh, you have to do this. You have to tell the story. You have to tell the story because they know I have a story. Um, and here's why I don't tell the story. You know, like when we get like, you know, into the Me Too movement and the Me Too movement was like, you know, oh, women were coming out of the woodworks. 20 years ago, this guy did this. 20 years ago, this happened to me. 30 years ago, this was this. Blah, blah, blah. 10 years ago. But I'm not like that. Because people change. People grow. Now, obviously, he has not grown. I will tell you, he's the same shithead he was when I had my experience with him that he is today. Unfortunately, that's the case for him. But here's, my, here's where I come from. Ready? Rotten fruit. Rotten fruit falls by itself. Karma's a bitch. And karma's coming getting him now because, look, the story just came out now. It was last year. How he treated this young girl. And then other st stories are coming out on him from other people. I never seek revenge because I just leave it up to karma. She's my friend. She's going to take care of you. How you treat me will eventually come back to you. And you will be treated in the same fucking fashion. And I believe that. There's no reason for me to hold a grudge. There's no reason for me to want to get back at you and do revenge. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. My revenge is moving on and watching you fall to the ground eventually. That's it. That, that's basically how my revenge is. You will fall and you, you will get yours because that's what eventually happens. Now, this took a long time for it to happen, but it's happening. So there's no reason for me to come out and tell you what the story is. See, like when I tell you I keep things like on lock and key, I keep things lock and key. There are things that I could say that would like blow people's lives out of the fucking water, what I know and what I've gone through with my experiences. But there's no reason to. I'm not like that. That's why I yes, I am a sweetheart. I am a sweetheart. People tell me all the time, you're such a sweetheart. But don't play me. <laughs> don't play me. You play me. I'm telling you, you would get yours eventually, number one. But number two, if you play me and disrespect me, but I pretend that you don't exist, honey. Mm -mm. I know how to do that game very well. Like I said in last podcast, I don't chase. I just replace. There's no reason for me to hold grudges. There's no reason for me to chase you down. There's no reason for me to prove anything to you. I just go about my business. And I wish more people would do the same. Stop being so judgmental and start being a little bit more understanding. You don't know the shit people have been through. Like the true shit people have been through. Don't believe everything you read online. Don't believe everything you hear from people. You know, whispers in the night. That's why I said last podcast, really truly get to know somebody for who they truly are. If that person wants to share with you their, their stories, they're going to share with you their stories. There's no reason to believe other people. Remember, rumors you hear about a woman that come from other women are women who don't want you to have her, number one, because they're jealous about who she is and they want to be like her. 
and from men, they're jealous in regards to they don't want you to have what they can't have. Remember that, because that's that's true. That is like dead on truth about relationships. Now, speaking of relationships, if you're not going to respect me and my decision, I'm a cheerleader. Cheerleaders belong with athletes. I've said it on this is the last time I'm saying it. If you're not going to respect me and my decision, that, that's who I want to be with. That's who I want to date. That's who I, that's who I, I'm trying to think of the word. The word will come to me eventually. Um, I can't think right now. But if you don't want to respect that, and then you're going to disrespect me on Twitter, you're going to get blocked. Period. I'm not going to date you. I'm never going to date you. I'm never going to be interested in you. You can dream all you want to dream. We all have dreams. Unfortunately, this one's not, this one's not going to come true. For most of you, unless you're an athlete. Unless you're an athlete, then you have a shot. You got a shot if you're an athlete to land a cheerleader. Well, former cheerleader. But I'm still in the cheerleading business, so I'm still in the industry. So, um, yeah, I know. Because when people hear that, like, oh, I'm going to land her. She's a cheerleader. I'm going to land a cheerleader. No, uh, sorry. <laughs> you're not. Um, it's not going to happen. So move on from it. You can talk to me. We can be friends. I can talk to you. We can socialize. Sure. Sure. I socialize with millions of people every single day. I don't, I, I have, I love conversation with people. I'm very friendly and very easy to get along with. But when you cross a certain line with me, watch out. I'm also Italian and I'm short. <laughs> don't mess with Italian short girls. No way. I know what the word I was going to say. Like, so cheerleaders and athletes belong together. Like, it's like peanut butter and jelly. It's like bread and butter. It's like cookies and milk. It's like pizza with beer. I don't know what else to say. It just goes well. They just go well together because they understand each other. The mindset's the same. We are, like, cheerleaders know how to support athletes. We know how to root for them. Like, you know, more ways than one. But we know how to do that. So that's where my mindset is. That's where it's going to stay. And nobody is going to change my mind. Trust me, when my mind is made up on something, it is made up on something. I am very open-minded to lots of other different things and different personalities and different perceptions and, and different things. But when it comes to certain things about me and my life, it takes a lot to change my mind on that. Um, and I've had a lot of experiences with people <clears throat> who are not athletes. So maybe, uh, you know, there's that. Um, and I've had experiences with athletes. I've had experiences with writers, actually, you know, with, with people who are beat writers. Um, so I know that's where I'm coming from. So I'm coming from based on my experience. And my experiences dating athletes was the best experience out of all those experiences. So. Don't chirp on what you don't know. Okay. Moving, moving forward. What was I going to say now? Oh, yes. Fashion stuff. Okay. So, first of all, yes. Um, I just want to say something to Andrew Kopp for a minute. 
Okay. Um, Andrew Cobb, like, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but like question. I don't recall you looking this rough and tough and manly and sexy with like this, this facial hair that you have, like with the, with the uh, red wings. Um, you were not like this rough and tough, sexy, manly look when you were with the Rangers. Now I have to stare at you from a distance. How fair is that shit? Like you were here last year and you, you looked, you were very cute. You were very, very cute. But like, um, uh, I, I, I have a picture on my Twitter, on my feed for those that need to look. Um, holy shit. Like, hello, look at your facial hair. Looking good, looking good. Um, and oh yes, speaking of facial hair, um, yeah, hi, goody, goody, um, Berkeley. Yeah, hi, hi, it's me, hi. Question, um, you go on and shave your neck, right? Shave your neck, please, shave your neck. It, you need to shave it, yes. We don't, we don't need hair on your neck. You look good without hair on your neck. We don't want, we don't want to look like a beast. That's, that look is out. Um, um, yes, like seriously. Um, where is my thing? Where's my tweet? Hold on. I will, I will have to find this. So like, I literally did tweet. Um, why am I getting like all these terrible things here? Like, I literally have to find like my tweets this way, which is kind of strange. Twitter is up to it again. What else is new? What else? is is new um yeah no it's not here um bum, 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 bum. oh i'll just have to go this way like i picked out oh yeah here it is so barclay like it, the suit that you wore that i love them out the best is your black suit with your gray shirt and your gray tie that was so fucking hot i'm telling you he always brings it but that was like the best. I think so far this year, that's my favorite. Now, of course, Key, Mr. Miller, he is Fashion Avenue. I think if any of you guys need fashion advice, I think you should ask him. Seriously, he brings it. Now, and then I saw pictures of Lindgren, Fox, and Laffy with no fucking tie. God, you guys look so hot like that. God. Can you not wear a tie on game day? I don't understand why you guys have to constantly wear ties. Can you not, for the love of God, wear a tie? Take the tie off. Like Lynn, like Lindy was out, and he didn't go on the on the uh, to Boston, obviously. But he was seen in the locker room on Sunday, and I saw a picture of him in the background when Laffy gave the defense the hat, the the Broadway hat. He looks so good, my God, without a fucking tie. And then Laffy and Foxy were seen together going to Boston and they had no tie. OMG. Can you can you dress dress like that? Now, Laffy, by the way, for Alexei Lafreniere, that blue suit, that like light blue suit you have with the dark blue tie, that is your best so far, I think I've seen this year. But I like that he's mixing it up. Mixing it up. I like seeing that. That's awesome. You look really fucking good. Just saying. Just saying. And of course, troops. So, okay, here, this is for Jacob Truba. Hey, Jacob. Hey, hi, question. We still have like the rough, we still have the rough on our face, right? Like you're still like kind of like growing a beard, but like not having a beard. Cause that's when you look fucking sexy. I have to say like the way you looked at the casino night had to be your hottest and your hair looked really amazing. 
amazing. You looked fucking incredible. So can we can can we keep those vibes going? I'm just just you know, just asking. Um, yeah, just asking. Like everybody looked pretty good, but and then I think last game in Boston, of course, you know, uh, Chris Cradle always looks good with that jacket. He wears that long jacket. He looks like he's like. It's definitely business as usual. Like that's how that's what I that's the vibe I get when I see him dressed that way. And Mika too, business as usual. Um, Panarin always looks good, and Kane looks pretty good. I saw him in his suit, so somebody has to tell him, like, hi, hey, Kane, hi, hi. Um, yeah, this is Fashion Avenue now. You have to step it up a notch. We're not in Chicago anymore, where no one gives a shit. Um, this is fashion. You, you're literally off Fashion Avenue. That's where MSG is. Fashion Avenue. It is the fashion state city. Is New York. So you have to you have to up it a notch, but I will have to say Kako surprised the shit out of me going to Boston because he was wearing like a sweater with a jacket. I was like, holy look look at him! Mm-mm-mm. I saw you, I saw you. And Philip Kido looks Kido looks pretty good too. Kido looked pretty good too. I have to say I was very surprised, happily surprised to see those two guys stepping it up in the fashion department. Um. But yeah, no, we're we're fashion New York here. Um, of course, Tarasenko has a down pat. And he looks pretty mighty fine. Um, but Kane has to step it up a little notch. Step it up. And remember, remember Alexei, Alexei Lafreniere. I love saying his name. Um, remember to tuck your shirt in. Okay, yeah, tuck it in. Tuck your shirt in. Um, that about it. That about it. So have an incredible rest of the week. Let's go Rangers. Let's go read. Let's go guys. Come on. Remember, take that puck and drive to the net. Take that puck and drive to the net. Four check. Four check. Remember those little cheers I did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. You guys got this. Maybe I should do one. Oh, I'm doing a new one for um, some other cheer teams or defense cheer. So maybe I should do your. I should do that one for you guys. Hit them, hit them hard. Defense, take charge. Hit them, hit them hard. Defense, take charge. I have to do that one now. I have to film me doing the motions. Anywho, have a great week, rest of the week, and let's go, boys. Let's go. I want to see you guys. Just go after it. Go after it. You got this. You definitely got this. Come on, let's go. Talk to y'all next week. Bye.